You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. Today's episode is brought to you by the best store in the universe. Thousands of shirts, but not really. Shop now and support the show at MaddoxRules.com. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from overrated Beatles to anti-vaxxer measles. With over 3.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the first tangent officer, Ron Babcock. Good to be back, Maddox. And as always, the junior journalist, Taylor Nikolai. Still junior. Welcome back to the show. Guys, amazing show this week. We've got a big show. We're going to be debating... Whether or not beauty pageants should have the bikini portion of the contest. It's been kind of controversial for years in this uh, in this era, in this age. It may be outdated, but we'll, we'll find out next week because we're going to have the results of the debate this week. But first, I want to introduce our guest. She's lovely, beautiful, talented. Please welcome back Lauren Francesca, model, actress... And you, you also you have a huge YouTube channel, Instagram. You're constantly working. You're one they of the hardest them, working. They call them actresses, right? Mac, mac, model actresses. Model actress. Mac- yeah, she's a actress. <laughs> yeah, you like that? You like the flow of that? Sure. Flows sure, off the tongue. Sure, yeah. Sure. Put on your business card. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. a mattress. <laughs> a mattress. Yeah, it sounds like a mattress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that some other like thing I don't know about? <laughs> you just you just drop one letter. I'm a mattress mattress. Yeah. For mac- mattress commercials. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the show, Lauren. And I got to say, every time I check in on your Instagram, your YouTube, everything just blowing up. Lauren is, no joke, one of the hardest working people I know. And you guys see like people who do social media stuff. They post pictures of themselves like, oh, cool. You, got, you posted a picture of yourselves at work. Yeah, it's fucking work. And she's working her ass off. <laughs> I see you do streams at like 3 a.m. to like... Thai people, you have like a Thai audience, right? A, wait, a what? That's like my. That's like a secret, secret part of my life that no one's supposed to know about. How do you know about this, Maddox? Yeah, I just saw it like pop up on my stream one day. I'm like, what's Lauren even streaming uh, to Thailand right now? Where are you streaming? Where are you Thailand? Streaming? Yeah, Thailand. yeah. I have, a, I have a huge audience in Thailand. It's it's crazy. It's Thailand, Philippines, and India. I have a huge, huge audience, but the time zones are so different. So they like it when I live stream, and yeah. I try to I try to you know appease all of How my. How did that even start? Like, how did you grow an audience halfway around the world? You just find content, and then you talk about it, and then all of a sudden, they just start So you tell me, like, I could be, maybe I could be huge in, like, Burma. Yeah. I don't even know the Babcock Burma audience that has not been tapped. The Burmese Babcocks. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, we should get Wait, by the way, I missed you so much, Ron. You weren't here last week. It's good to be back around this table, and I'm not saying that just because of the free hummus, but (laughs) (laughs) the hummus is doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah, honestly, like, uh, the podcast is whatever. I I like hanging out with friends. I come for the chips. All right, guys. All right, let's let's cool. A little bit too much English on that one, Taylor. Uh, (laughs) But we should get to the debate. We've got a lot to cover in this episode. So we're going to talk about whether or not bikini portions of beauty pageants should exist, uh, because that's become controversial for some reason, and we'll get to why in a minute. Then we have a recap of last week's debate. We've got some voicemail, and we've got another fan gift that I'm going to open up on the show. It's fantastic. And then we've got some uh, quick news headlines at the tail end of the episode. But first, let's hear everyone's buzzers. Here's mine. Lauren? And here's mine. There we go. If you hear a buzzer from anyone during this debate, that means someone is disagreeing with someone else or we just want to chime in with an interjection. And by the way, the buzzers you just heard correspond with the person who presses them. That's why I do this introduction every fucking episode. I'm just you're welcome. glad that you're not fired up about that anymore, <laughs> you've, that you've learned to let it go. 
Nope. And also, I do want to mention, this is the first ever live stream we're doing on madcastmedia.com. If you guys are watching this live, we record on Saturdays around this time. It's uh, around 1.30 p.m., Pacific. So we're going to start promoting that. This is our pilot program, and we're trying this for the very first time. You can chat with us. We'll be promoting this uh, in the future, and if uh, people like it, we may continue doing them. But Lauren, as our guest this week, I'm going to give you a first stab at the debate. Should beauty pageants have bikini portions of the contest? Uh, why or why not? I think there should be a fitness portion and and kind of like a just a portion like that. But I think bikini, it's, it's just a little bit objectifying of, of women. Oh, it's objectifying of women, huh? Okay, then I'm going to argue that, yes, they should, and I'll even take it a step further and say that objectification is good. Boo. Wow. Do they, yeah. do they, only, Jesus. <laughs> do they only wear bikinis, or, like, no. do they wear other types of swimsuits? Yeah, what else would they wear? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like, watch these things. <laughs> I don't know. What about, like, uh, just, uh, I mean, are they all two pieces? Is there one piece? They have, I'm, Lauren, I'll, I'll yeah, some girls. You, yeah. yeah, some girls have, have one piece pieces on but i mean it's generally a bikini competition yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah um okay so i want to hear why you think that it's a bad thing because then i'll really get because this is a hard argument to make right that objectification especially sexual objectification is a good thing and i will argue that it is because i already have and i'll tell you i'll tell you why i want to know why you're like get excited for this sexist bullshit i'm about to (laughs) i think you guys will like it but uh uh, go ahead lauren why why do you think it's a bad thing I think it's bad because it's it's appearances, it's it's people judging women for something that's not earned. A lot of women, you know, some women are born a certain way and some women aren't. So I think if there was like a fitness aspect, you could really show like, okay, these women have worked to get to, to this point. And then that's, I feel like that's an okay. They're earning that level of how they're getting judged. Otherwise, it's like, how do you know? How do you know if that girl in a bikini works out every day or if she's just born perfectly? You know, it's just, it's not fair. Well, okay. But what if they do, what if they have earned that body through hard work and plastic surgery? Um. <laughs> <laughs> don't you th- but like that's a legit question like don't you think plastic surgery is also earning it yeah you paid for the body you paid for you know whatever your your chin or your cheeks or your nose or your butt like whatever you paid for it but it looks good but every woman can't afford plastic surgery it's yeah. expensive exactly that's why these women earned their new ass <laughs> right so, didn't they in like the miss america teen version like they put, do this where they they got rid of like some swimsuit portion and they replaced it with like a fitness kind of aware kind of thing yeah something like that I think. which by the way i always thought was kind of weird that there was a swimsuit portion for the miss america teenage oh was it like, really because it's like hey <laughs> let me see you <laughs> put your titties out there teenager oh, like it's so yeah. creepy oh, that God. is a little creepy so it was just like so no but uh, you make a good point ron i think that is a little bit creepy that they have a swimsuit portion for the uh the teens because the swimsuit i don't know it, uh, lauren let me ask you because you i've seen your instagram you have a, a ton of like gorgeous photos and you Post a lot in bikinis as well, uh, on your own, right? Yeah. Um, do Maybe you we think... should say your username right now. So everyone... oh yeah, let's let's play. I want my Lauren guys. Follow me. There. I want my Lauren. You will not be disappointed. It's super fun. But so you post a lot of swimsuit photos. Do you think that they are there is like some sex appeal to those, or why do you think why what do you find appealing about swimsuit photos? They just get more likes. Okay. <laughs> they just get more likes. How come whenever I post a swimsuit photo, it gets less likes? Yeah. <sighs> It gets reported. <laughs> yeah, that's inappropriate content. Yeah, so I gotta, I gotta tell you. So I'll make this argument. I said at the top, 
of this debate that I not only think I, I agree with you that it does objectify women to have the swimsuit portion of the contest, but I said that objectification is a good thing, uh, and I'll tell you why specifically. I came across this epiphany one day when I was going to the post office. I brought in my package, and I needed to uh, to just drop it off. I walked over to the counter, and I handed it to the person. The person grabbed it, turned around, dropped it in a bin, and I left. There was no hello. There was no goodbye. I essentially used that person like a hole. Like if you know the receptacles you have at a post office where you just drop off your box in a hole, I just handed it to a person and treated them the exact same way. And then I realized I do that sometimes. We all inadvertently do that when we go to grocery stores. We pay for our things and we don't really have a conversation with the teller. You know, sometimes I always do. Well, I know, I know Taylor, but you're from uh, Minnesota. That's actually a thing in Minnesota. Like it's weird to not have a conversation with the cashier. Yeah, well, Taylor's good out there. What are your dreams? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people walk into grocery stores, they pay for their thing, they don't say hello, they don't say goodbye, they just use that person like an automated teller machine. And I realize we objectify people all the time. You treat them like literal objects. And the only time that it turns out to be bad, the only time there's a negative connotation is when it comes to sex or sexuality. Well, I think there's nothing wrong with sex or sexuality. The only time sexual objectification is bad is when you think that there's something wrong or demeaning about sex. And that's why I make the case that we objectify people all the time. Sexual objectification should be no different than any other type of objectification. Like someone who holds the door open for you is essentially a doorstop. Uh, someone who fixes your car is essentially a car-fixing object, right? Unless you know that person. Do you agree or disagree? I mean, uh, this is like a piece of taffy because you are just stretching things so far. <laughs> like, all right, so you're saying that we treat people like objects sometimes. So I, I go to the post office and drop off a package to someone who gets paid $18 an hour. Yeah. I, I'm treating them like an object? Uh, Yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> or like somebody holds open the door. I mean, I get like the niceties of society. Like, you know, we don't all have time to like have a big old combo with every single person we meet in the world to be like, hey, what are you about? Let's talk forever. Like sometimes you're just trying to get your errands done for the day. But I think the thing is, is if you have a bikini competition in a beauty pageant, like it's not just demeaning to those women. It's basically saying to the world, like, okay, we value your beauty based on your physical appearance. That's what's important. So get them titties out. Let me see them. Well, Let me see them titties. I mean, because that's what I want to care about. And the one who has the best ones, I'm going to give you a trophy. Or no, a crown. And yeah. A scepter. Some flowers. I mean, I mean yeah. Wait, you it get what? Like, it just flowers. feels weird. Like, flowers. So we have this massive pageant like right, our right, country right. where we get all the most beautiful and, 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 and smartest women who come to the front. And it's and it lit, like, like, okay, they have the portion of the show where it's like where we let them talk. You know, yeah. we're basically the goal is, hey, don't just sound like an idiot and you're fine. We let them talk for what, like 15 seconds? Like, what would you do if you were president for a day? Like, there's no written essay portion to this thing. You know, it's just like that's like the most minor part. The rest of it is evening gowns and like, you know, the titty part and, um, you know, the, the those those fluff pieces where they're all at like an amusement park running around like high fiving. Yeah, yeah, no, no I get bullshit. it. So, like, so you want to test? You want them to be like, okay, let's let's judge them on the merits of things that they earn, their IQs, you know, um, you know, their intelligence, how well spoken they are, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, we have that already. They're spelling bees, and and <laughs> all. <laughs> so, like Miss America, just like yeah, spelling bees plus bikinis, fucking cool. I'm in. <laughs> Lauren, what's wrong with that? 
Well, Spelling bees are only for grade school children. Yeah. That's the problem. I think Miss America stands for something more, though. It, it stands for a woman who's representing America. So do we want to teach our children that you can only be Miss America if you have a perfect body and, and huge boobs and I don't know what post office you're going to because I've tried to be nice to those people at the post office yeah. in West Hollywood yeah. and they are so nasty. Oh yeah, they don't give a fuck. They're like, I will throw your mail away in your P.O. box if you don't pick it up. I was like, what? Oh yeah, they'll threaten you and I've had, like, they're they'll huge assholes. You. Oh, it's like the, the yeah. Russian part of West Hollywood? Yeah. Oh when my you, God. you like walk into a store and they're so, like, what the fuck are you doing so here? We gotta, I just want to yeah. buy some bread. I'm this, sorry. This is bizarre. For anyone who's not been to Los Angeles, there's an area in Los Angeles called West Hollywood and there's a weirdly like huge like, contingent of Russians in there. And, and, but also West Hollywood is also where like it's it's usually stereotypically like the gay part of town. Yeah. And then there's a couple blocks of <laughs> Russians. You know who they are because they look at you with shifty eyes. They look at you like yeah. you're about to steal something. Yep, I have seen that. And I walked into a uh, what's that uh, weird fucking grocery store? There's a grocery store in the Los Rock and Roll Ralphs. No, no, it's uh, it's Odessa? like called the, the Final Solution or something. No, uh, whoa, co- whoa. <laughs> wait, wait, it's the Cost Final. What's it called? Final Stop, Final Solution. You know what I'm talking about? It's like Final Solution or something. It's like uh, it's Cost the, Plus. Or cost something? Plus. That's yeah. the one. wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. You sure it's not called the Third Reich? <laughs> no, no, cost plus. Okay, it, it's like I thought it was like oh one stop. It's your final stop or something like that. So that's why I get it mixed up. Anyway, um, their deal. <laughs> oh, like, no, no, six no, no, million reasons. Final. to stop. Smart and final. That's the one. Yes, yeah, smart and final. That's oh it. that's God. it, Lauren. So smart and final. You know the the final solution in groceries. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, walk, you walk into this place and it's it's like it has everything you want but nothing you want. You know what I mean? Like they have like. Like, not a dozen eggs, but, like, 13 eggs for some fucking reason. Like, I don't know, just weird shit. They have, like, um, like the toilet paper brand. The, you need toilet paper, but it's, like, weird brands you've never heard of that you don't want. And then they have tons of fucking plastic utensils. I don't know why. Just an entire aisle of plastic utensils. And then a shit ton of cat food. And then, like... It's weird that plastic utensils are, like, have different, like, companies. Oh, yeah. Like, Brian, like, you don't want to eat your food with that guy's fork. No. You got to try us. They got white ones, clear ones, silver ones. They've got the paper plates, foam plates. They've got stacks of plastic plates. Everything you want, but nothing you want. And they and bologna. Lots of bologna in this place. Anyway, and the reason I mention that is because there's Russians in there all the fucking time. And they just hang out. They just hang out. They I'm, And I'm saying, like, literally, I, I saw a guy who brought in a chair with him one time. And he was just sitting I'm like, what are you doing, man? This, and is, I, this yeah. is my cafe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I don't know why we got off on that Russian tangent, but uh, back to the beauty pageants, Lauren. So you were saying that Miss Miss America, it teaches our kids something that, you know, I mean, not necessarily. It's also teaching our kids that Miss America is like a private franchise, right? It's Donald Trump's, isn't it? Well, no, he's Miss Universe, right? I don't know. He likes. I feel like he started. He started them, and I don't know if he's still after after um, some stuff. I don't know if he's still running it. I mean, if you are teaching your kids anything and using a beauty pageant as an example, um, I mean, let's start there. Maybe. Well, it, I think the it's weird. Like it, it's also like it's kind of goes both ways. Like it's kind of weird to have a beauty pageant like to judge someone based on beauty but we do that every day already like we're constantly judging people based on how attractive they are but to have like this like sanctioned tournament you know yeah like that feels even as a kid i was like i mean this is cool because i was a kid and i was a horny teenager and i just was seeing you know like girls come out in bikinis i was like this is awesome yeah. but i was like this is awesome but it's kind of weird 
Because it, it just feels weird to just be judging people. Because I don't buy the fact that it's anything more than beauty. Like, I'm sure they did things to get there that require them to be, like, involved in their community. But I like when you really get down to it. What's wrong? Until with- there's a beauty pageant winner who's, like, amazingly well-spoken, done a lot for community. But let's just face it, kind of homely. Yeah. You know, then I'm like, I don't buy it. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, here's the thing. You know, I'm so tired of this argument against objectification because they're like, uh, you know, let's not let's not put, like, really hot, sexy women on the covers of magazines. It's like, because that'll be an artificial beauty standard, right? It's like, well, no one's telling you that that's the beauty standard. In fact, the reason they're on the magazine cover is because they're not the beauty standard. They are exotic. You see... Car magazines put the most exotic cars on their car on their uh, on their covers. You see, gun magazines post the most exotic guns on their covers. You see, bodybuilders just fucking ripped and just muscles on muscles. The most exotic bodybuilders. But when it comes to like, you know, women in beauty, it's like, oh, better pump the brakes. We don't want that to be the beauty standard. It's not though. Everywhere you look, you just see a realistic standard of beauty. You can't step into a grocery store without seeing a tombstone of a of a of an old lady like an old mom walking around wearing like a, you know, like a But it's not just like bodybuilding magazines are a specific like niche that you're interested in. I think for women it's not just like the cosmopolitans, but it's literally every ad in every magazine ever. Like all moms like look like not like how our moms look. It's like when you watch TV, every commercial, there's always a doofy fucking dad yeah. you know, who looks exactly like me because those right. are the auditions I used to go out for yeah. where it's like, I don't know how to do anything. And then his like crazy hot wife where you're like, how did he end up with her? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like what? how funny is that guy to land her? Pretty he, funny. Yeah. He, yeah. She, he just must have like met her when she was feeling really down and he just happened to be super nice that day and she was like, I just want to meet a nice guy and then they, you know, built a life together. Yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, well, I've had that very experience. Uh, I have gone out on a date before with, it was a girl I was dating for a while and she looked gorgeous. She just like dressed to the nines and I had just finished writing all day. Um, uh, my hair was unkempt. I had a, a few stains on my shirt and I looked like Wait, shit. Your hair was unkempt? <laughs> how exactly? <laughs> As somebody who has the same haircut, I'm just wondering, how does that happen? <laughs> this is what I had hair on. I did have hair not too long ago. And I, I came out and I just, I didn't look, I didn't look shaved. I looked kind of like gross. And then she looked at me and I looked at her and I'm like, she goes, what do you think people think of us? And I'm like, well, they think I must be a producer or something because <laughs> there's no fun. <laughs> they think I'm super rich. Yeah, that's all it is. Anyway, Lauren, um, but back to the beauty pageant thing. I, I think the fundamental question here is whether or not people think sex is good or bad. Because if you think that sex is bad, I think then then you will necessarily think that sexual objectification is bad. Well, I don't necessarily think about all that. Sex is fine. But I'm just thinking, like, if I have kids and I have little girls, and already magazines just 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 ruin ru- mess up people's heads and and mess up people's confidence with the amount of Photoshop going on, I don't want them looking at the TV thinking I want to be like this one day. Or, mommy, can I have twenty thousand dollars for some breast imp- implants? Like, you know, it's just it's just how our like society is kind of shaped and i just i th- i think that the objectification part is bad for it i know there there are beautiful women out there and i think it's great to admire them and i think you know when i when i watch a movie or a tv show and we see somebody who's like 
you know, a, a Jennifer Lawrence. Well, I'm just like, yeah, that's that's when when I want to admire them. And I, and I love seeing like situations where, OK, it's there's there's some justification. They're at the beach. So that's why she has a bikini on. OK, you know, she's at the pool. They're doing a scene at the pool. That's why she's wearing that. I don't think it's necessary for them to be like, OK, girls, you know, this is the this is the part where we judge you on 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 your body i don't know i see what you're saying okay so how about this i think that people who only value you for your looks are assholes right mm-hmm. they're they're shallow people but it's okay to also value someone for their looks is that yeah are we on board with that taylor's giving me like kind of a okay so i guess my problem is what is the point of beauty pageant like first off i guess my question would start with is miss america even a beauty pageant at this point is it classified as a beauty pageant um, because if it is, and it's a beauty pageant where the purpose is to decide who is the most beautiful, then you 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 have to have classifications behind that beauty. It, and you can say like the intelligence, the responses, and all this type of stuff. But like, I I think that it's it's a lot to say that it's strictly a sexual thing. Like that's like saying all art is sexual. Like it, it, when yeah, you, when you go to a museum and you see a naked body, it's yeah, not I get a boner. It's not. Yeah. It's not necessarily a sexual thing. Like th- there is a lot to be said about like the human body yeah. is art itself. Right. So like I I think that it's it's wrong to say that swimsuit competitions are necessarily a sexual thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think that they are. I don't think that uh, you could you could make the case that sw- I mean, swimsuits by themselves are not necessarily sexual. I think that uh, you know, if you, I mean, they're not, you right? You guys right. hear yourselves? They're not. They're Did not. you even hear? So you're <laughs> saying that swimsuits aren't a sexual thing? Yeah, they're not. I mean, if you were, if you go to the beach and you're just wearing your your swimsuits, you essentially just go to the beach in your boxers. If the purpose is to define who is the most beautiful, and the major aspect of that of beauty is physical beauty, then you have to define how beautiful someone. I is. get and that. And the swimsuit is the best way to see the most amount of body. And I'm not saying this in any sort of Let's creepy have him way. Come out no. naked. Yep. Let's have them come, come out naked. naked. Let's. I think it's. I, I get it. I just think like. Uh, I, I just think it's hypocr- hypocritical. Like that's what I'm trying to say is that like you can't have a beauty pageant and then also say no we're not going to define people by beauty anymore uh, and maybe i'm completely off no no, no. Here, i think i think i think there is something i think the organization feels like it's trying to define itself in this in the world we live in today which is like it feels fucking weird to have a beauty pageant like I, I at least to some general, people to have someone represent your city who is defined solely by attractiveness it's judged by older people. I'm assuming it's like a, like a crew of like 50, 60-year-olds who are defining who this attractive person is to represent the town. That's a weird concept in general. And now we're trying to define what are the, the okay ways we decide this weird concept. Like, it's everything about beauty pageants is weird to me. I don't understand how they still exist. Like, I feel like this taking away the swimsuit part is just like, it's just one step to, to getting rid of them in general. Getting rid of what the beauty pageants. Oh, okay. I mean, I I do think I think like as time goes on, they do seem less and less. I don't know, like necessary or they're like like or appropriate or they just don't feel like they're 
doing anything. Maybe I mean, and maybe like I'm not in that world. So like I maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but like let, let's ask Lauren, Lauren, have you ever taken part in any beauty pageants? Oh yeah. <laughs> I haven't. My mom used to do the do the whole pageant thing and I think it's Wait, good. Wait, for real? Yeah. Like how old was she when she did it? Probably like 15, 16. Did she have like fond memories of it? Yeah, she's like crowns and fond memories. She got she Oh, so and, she won beauty pageant. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's I think it's a good way to kind of like train young girls at a young age to to just you know have manners have good etiquette you know focus on other things like a lot of times there's like the talent competition which is playing an instrument or dancing so i think that's really but really how young important. is okay i think i think it's fine but i just i get a little bit nervous when you see like the show moms like the john benet ramsey kind of right. families when you uh, have four-year-olds who are being defined on how pretty they are like that should be illegal like that is that is destructive to a child. Look, it's weird, and I would never do it. But I don't know if it should be illegal because uh, there's a lot of kids that, that people say, you know, like Shirley Temple. She was a child actress, and she was adorable, and that was the reason she was so popular. Is she was adorable. Well, she was also talented. She could tap dance, and she was just very, very charming. Uh, people were taken by her, but she. I don't think it was a sexual. Yeah, thing. I, I think the 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 like. I think maybe I'm just full of crap. Um, <laughs> I like because the good argument there is, well, Taylor, are you saying? Children shouldn't be actors. Then should there not yeah. be children actors? And like, also, I, I'm I'm wrong. I'm, I, I'm, I'm I'm gonna stop talking. I'm I'm guessing like uh, if we had like uh, we're talking to someone who was in a beauty pageant, they'd probably be like, there's some people out there probably really liked it. But like, are you kidding? I have to like travel the world, got to meet a bunch of cool people, you know, got yeah. recognition, and you're like, okay, well that's kind of cool too. And then if it wouldn't be the most woke thing. Where if somebody wants to go out and be like, yeah, I want to be judged on my beauty. I'm fucking hot as shit. Like, shouldn't we give them the freedom to be like, you know what? You go do you. So, Lauren, let me ask you this. Because on that point, Ron, Lauren also does a lot of fitness, right? You you do yeah. different things on your YouTube channel. You start doing Fortnite, too. The two big Fs, Fortnite and fitness. You exactly. You CrossFit, Lauren? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, we, yeah. do you, you really CrossFit? You don't CrossFit. Do you do just you. push around? Do you, do you push around the tire or do you roll in it? No. Yeah, I, I roll. I roll in it. That, what do you roll in into the CrossFit gym and then you push it around? <laughs> well, I, I, I live like right by there and I just see everybody running. I do a lot of like interval interval training that really helps um, just because you have to be fit. You have to be in, in shape and, and doing those Fortnite dances. Those, I will tell you, burn lots of calories. Oh, yeah. You got to hit the yeah, the G key. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, but Lauren... Let, so if if they had the exact same, let's say it's a, it's the new Miss America pageant, okay? Uh-huh. And they got rid of the swimsuit competition, and they said it's no longer a swimsuit competition, but it's a fitness competition. Then would you be okay with it? Oh my it? god! I, then we do like an America Ninja Warrior style. There you go. Oh. I mean, but the fitness one is essentially the same thing. You're judging someone based on their body and how fit they are, how fit they look, right? Except. With fitness, it takes out the uh, the air of sexuality uh, that comes with a bikini, right? But you're still showing the same amount. But you're, you're showing, wearing... but you're showing strength. You're showing activeness through, through fitness. You're showing accomplishments. The accomplishment isn't is using your body to actually do something, whatever it is, climb up a ladder, or jump across some fucking beam. When you're in a bikini, you're not. You're there's just not standing. As much you're just standing there, being like, ah, check me out. Pretty fucking sweet, right? Yeah, <laughs> I can walk too. <laughs> Yeah, I look. I know it's it's kind of a shallow dimension if you just judge someone based on that. I mean, we judge people all the time, do we not? Yeah, but that doesn't make it okay. I 
I mean, why, why, let me hear why. I'm not disagreeing, but I, I, I do want to hear why. Do you think it's Listen, not okay? Just because you do anything all the time doesn't make that behavior okay in every single instance. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, yeah. That, that's <laughs> well, I was flying closer to the sun on that one. That's like where I started the sentence. And I had no idea how I was yeah. going to end it. Oh, uh, let's hope this uh, this bridge <laughs> lands somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's a good point. But uh, but again, like the the fitness thing now. Miss America, I think that if they had a Miss America thing, right? It's not just it's just and not just fitness or bikinis. It's also like how beautiful the, their face is, right? A beautiful person, isn't that? Isn't that like essentially what the you're never going to see like a Miss America pageant? Yeah, you're never going to have like an Owen Wilson like non symmetrical face up there. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. We got right? one eye going this way, and then a cheekbone, you know, headed southeast. Yeah, and the, so that's that's. I guess goes to the heart of an actual beauty pageant because you're never going to see see people who are less than you know less less than considered perfect uh, for a, a Miss America pageant. It's like They're all the, beautiful. Like, Uggos need not apply. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Basically, where it's only open to a certain like threshold of right. people. So, do you think this is just like a, an outdated kind of competition? Do you think in like ten years we won't have beauty pageants anymore? I don't think it's. I, I don't think it should be considered. Miss America should be considered a beauty pageant. I don't think it should. I think it should just be like an all around competition for the best woman in America because our whole our whole society watches it and supports it. Um, beauty pageants. I think there will always be beauty pageants. There's always going to be competitions, and there's always going to be hungry show moms that want their kids to to achieve what they really so want. So, what should we do to make it? Like not a beauty pageant, but a competition to be like the all-around best American woman. Like, what are the things we should have? Oh, I got it! I got it! I got the name for it. Ready for this? <laughs> oh, I'm excited! It's called the best woman in the universe. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see the logo already. Three stars. Like, if we were gonna gold. redesign it, yeah. you know, from yeah. the ground up, like, what would we include? Me, first of all, gotta have an essay. Just to get in. An essay? Yeah. Yeah, you got to be well written. Well, okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate here on. Well, what about, uh, what if women who, who, you know, they're not that good of a writer, but uh, they have other skills like art? Uh, If you want to be good in life, you need to know how to write well and speak well. Those are just basic bitch skills that everyone needs to develop. Well, what about. uh, That's what school should teach you. I don't care what you learn. If you know how to write well, you know how to speak well, you'll do fine in life. If you can communicate your ideas. If you learn how to communicate your ideas to other people, yeah. you will be fine in life. Okay. I'll you know what that. people would watch more than a beauty pageant nowadays is like a competition just in uh, girls playing video games and to see who would be the best. Video game portion. Social oh, media portion. Who texts faster? <laughs> the texting portion. I tell you, you know how many more people would watch this shit if we had like actual real life things? You know, like... Like, who can, I don't know, who can order, like, a mocha yeah, no, frappuccino like from Starbucks the quickest? That's one of the problems people have with beauty pageants in general, is that they, they're coached on, you know, the responses that they're going to say. Like, the, the, their responses are, are canned. They're, they're basically politicians. It's just they're politicians who are judged on their appearance. Yes, and I was just thinking of the opposite of that. The only segment in society where beauty doesn't come in. I mean, we we choose the most beautiful actors and actresses to represent us more, more often than not. The most beautiful uh, news anchors and the most beautiful, you know, in pageants. The only t- segment of society where beauty doesn't really seem to factor as much is politics, where everyone's what? allowed to be super ugly. What? What? No, of course it factors. Like, Look at wh- Gavin Newsom running for governor. He looks so, like, smarmy and, like, ready. Like, you can't. Like the founding fathers would have never made it in today's politics. Like John Adams or one of those dudes had a stutter. 
He just had a straight up stutter. Are you saying they're he hot? Never, None no. of them were hot. Yeah, they all were uggos. They, you need to meet a basic threshold. I'm That's talking what I'm saying. For like, I'm, we're agreeing. Oh, we are? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so you're saying that you need to like be good looking to be a politician? Don't. You don't No, I am that. saying you do. Why? No, whatever. I, on a local level, sure. You could be whatever. But the higher up you get... Yeah. Look at tr- fucking Trump. He Trump looks like is a- the one anomaly which we'll never be able to Look explain. at Carrie. Carrie. Look at George W. You think they're handsome oh, people? Man, Carrie? Mm, I'd wear him like a blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, who's the hottest president in recent times? Or any president? Oh, boy. Beauty pageant. President. Don't go. say Trudeau. Don't say Trudeau. Oh, uh, Trudeau, I would... Oh, good. I love pictures of, of women looking at Trudeau. Like the little side glance they do. There's so you many. You gotta people. give it to him. That guy's handsome. Ugh. Uh, what, what do you say, Lauren? The most recent or all, in all time? In all time. Who's a hot president? Well, of course, like John F. Kennedy. Like, oh, you have to, yeah, You yeah. have to say, like, yeah. he definitely, like, he had that swagger. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, he had I a mean, swagger. He, uh, he, he got uh, Marilyn Monroe in the bag, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of a so. Teddy Roosevelt guy. <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt, that's, he's got a booty. I just feel oh. like he would just, like, you don't fuck him. He fucks you. Oh, yeah. You know? Teddy Roosevelt. You know, yeah, but, but put it like this: the orgasm you'd have with that guy is one that you would never forget. Yeah, where JFK um, is like, I don't know, dude, because hot guys like that when you're that good looking, like you don't need to try as hard, you know. So, so do you think? Do you no, <laughs> I want to follow this thought to its completion. <laughs> hot dudes don't need. There's no incentive for them to try because they're so hot they're always going to attract someone yeah i get a guy like teddy roosevelt with a walrus mustache ron as a fellow five i tell this (laughs) (laughs) i I tell this to chicks all the time like you don't want a hot guy they won't try as hard yeah you're right (laughs) oh that oh my god I, I'm I, sure you've written about that. Uh, yeah, no, but it's a thing, right? Like, oh my like god, girls, girls know that you've been with really hot guys, Lauren, and and they don't try, they don't try as hard. I'm, oh I'm guessing god. the fellow fives. You want to be a part of a club you never wanted to be a part of? Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the fellow five. Yeah, the five club. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we'll say hi to your mom. <laughs> no, but uh, all joking aside, do you think that? Um, I mean, with men, when it comes to this type of thing, it's not called beauty, but it is called fitness. So they have the fitness competitions. There's just a bunch of guys who come out there who've been uh, working out too man- too much in gyms, and they look like uh, you know, like like beefcakes. But we are judging them on their body. And by the way, guaranteed, most of them are real, real dumb. Like they're not going to have <laughs> an ability to speak very well. They're not going to be great orators. They don't write essays. I wonder, like, I would never want to be that buff. And I wonder if the same is true for most women. Because I know, like, sometimes I look at the Miss America and they all kind of look like the same person to me. Like, they just have a different hair color and a different skin tone. But they all, I look at them like, they all look kind of like different, like Fifty Shades of Plastic. Like, they all have the, like, giant big hair. They kind of have the same shape. Like, it's really, like, doesn't... Like, I don't think that that's what... Yeah, I don't think that's... I don't know. I don't think that's what most women look up to and be like, I want to look like that. I know with bodybuilder dudes, I'm like, I don't want to look like that. I mean, I know I already do. Yeah, you you look great, Ron. Well, I canceled my gym membership because I'm done. Yeah, you, you, you do finish working out at some point. What is kind of cool about the beauty pageants in comparison to things like Instagram where people are able to Photoshop themselves into oblivion, like when it's live, <laughs> you're you're not able to Photoshop in real time, 
when you're live. So like there is something kind of neat about the fact that we're kind of judging people on their characteristics, you know, in, in real moment? time. Yeah. Wait, like, there, what's that app that people use? TuneFace? Uh, Facetune. Facetune, that's it. What does Facetune do? Uh, Facetune's a really common, uh, instead of using Photoshop, people use uh, uh, apps like Facetune in order to like smooth out edges. Listen, uh, as a fellow five member, if we, <laughs> if we start Facetuning, we could bump it up to like a 6.5. Oh, that's yeah. really ambitious, man. <laughs> I think we can do it. There's not a lot of there's not a good uh, good foundation here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, but all joking aside, uh, Lauren. So, is there any other segment of say beauty pageants, or w- what would you dis- what's the distinction between a beauty pageant and say uh, w- what's the other option? What do you mean? Like a beauty pageant, or I mean, you said that you wouldn't classify Miss America as a beauty pageant. What would well, you classify there's, it? Because there's beauty pageants, and then there's 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 like fitness competitions, and then there's talent competitions. If it was just a if it was just a, a straight beauty pageant, there wouldn't be that much talent. There wouldn't be that many questions. I feel like for the girls, it would kind of be more straightforward. And I feel like Miss America also they look at you. Was it was it Miss America that Halle Berry? They didn't let Halle Berry win because she did Playboy. Oh really? It's one of them. Oh, I forget which one. It, yeah. which one it was. See this puritanical fucking bullshit. It's like you view, you demonize sex. It's like anything that has to do with sex. It's like automatically well, bad. It's very controlling. It's like, well, sex is okay the way we say it's okay. Yeah. yeah like anytime you take ownership of your own body and do what you want, they're like, well, hold on, let's pump the brakes a little bit. That's yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. It is weird. So yeah, I think you're right. Uh, it was like Halle Berry, someone who won, and then they found out she did Playboy, and, and they, they took a, they took her crown away. Right. That's insane. Yeah, and she definitely she's an amazing woman. She's so cool. I've met her before. She's so cool. Like she's just, and I'm just like how. How could you take the crown away from Halle Berry? Like she's just like she definitely deserved to win the crown. So, right. and then we got the first lady of the U.S. who's posed all sorts of naked photos. Which, by the way, you know I'm I'm proud of just Americans for not making a bigger deal out of that. Like it was, you know, it came out you know a couple weeks before the yeah. the election and everything, and it was a dud story. Nobody I feel like really if it was cared. a Democrat, it'd be a much bigger deal. If you were a Democrat, if it was a, de- if it was oh, if it Democrat, was a Dem- it would be like a, a Dem- huge deal. Yeah. I think so. I think so. I think the puritanical right would have like just skewered the the Democratic candidate. Like, oh, look, look at this, look at this, uh, this this woman who's going into the White House and uh, she's she's posed naked yeah. and all this and that. I mean, it would be a huge scandal if it was. But like, yeah, you're right. It was like maybe it was this like on the laundry list of things to be freaked out by. You're like, ah, fuck it, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. there's so many other things going I on. Know. Right I now. think the thing about Trump is that there's just so many items of discussion that like any one item, it's like, well, why don't we? talk about all these hundreds of other things that we can can be talking yeah, about yeah exactly i remember by the time i saw that that photo spread um i was just so exhausted i just didn't have the energy to even jerk off yeah i just i was like i can't right now i'm just too tired i'm too it. tired of the state of this uh the, this election it's vi- too vitriolic i'm not into it i think i have a plan to fix it and it's okay. a serious plan. Yes. Okay, so the whole Miss America thing, let's do an all-rounded competition, you know, where there's, like, some social media th- portion. I would like to see an American Ninja Warrior portion. Definitely it's some sort of essay. Almost like getting into college, you know? Of course, yes. And we open up to men and women. Happens at the same time. And we're all doing the same shit, you know? Uh-huh. So it's, like, open up to both. So it couldn't be this whole, well, we make women do this. We make No, let's open it up to everybody. Everybody's got to talk for two minutes, everybody's got to give a two-minute speech on a subject of their choosing. Okay, Ron. We'll see how interesting they are for two minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't don't you press that button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, Fingers hovering over the... But you don't know if it's going to be a buzz or a ding. I think that I think we should do the competition at, together and everybody does the same thing. 
Okay. And I will say no. Well, oh, I'll tell you the problem with that. That ding sounded weird. What? <laughs> I'll tell you the problem with that, Ron. What do you call it? Mr. Yeah. and Miss America. Oh, Mr. and Miss America? The best the best Mr. The best and Miss America in the universe. In the universe. Yeah, the best person, best person in the universe. universe. Yeah. yeah, well, I already got that title. Uh, so. <laughs> I mean, it, it is kind of a valid question. Like, why why aren't men able to be in beauty pageants? And like, um, you know, it's a weird question, yeah, now, but like, why not? Now you're on to something. I think, Taylor, I think the, you know, if you're going to follow this pro- progressive trajectory, where we will end up is you're going to have the standard of beauty being applied to men as well because then it all comes down to homophobia if there's like a really attractive guy other guys who feel a little bit insecure about their sexuality aren't going to admit it or they'll you know go out of the way it's like oh it's not that's not that guy's not hot like (laughs) you know but i think if we do follow this trajectory and it does become like what ron is saying mr and miss america you will eventually have guys and girls competing for the same title and being judged on the same merits, like how hot is this guy versus how hot is this girl? Can the same sex objectively judge the beauty of their own gender? Do you think, like, if you your own gender and sexual orientation, do you think that's possible? And also, by the way, once we start, you know, progressing even more with plastic surgery and genetic modification of genes and all this type of stuff, it's like, if we're all really attractive, then what, what are we even doing? Just going to all the time i guess you know how close we are to being able to stop aging yeah we're like really close i keep hearing Shit. that really like yeah just, that's I, so I exciting like i'm already over it, it it's gonna be a uh, there's gonna be a time probably in the next hundred years uh where everyone's gonna just look 30 yeah that's a good age to stop <laughs> well, what if you stopped at like 14 you age mentally but you stop aging your body at 14 that'd be yeah. horrible whoa that's weird right that yeah, I've not thought about that. That's basically, um, you know, you remember that uh, fucking vampire movie with Brad Pitt? Yes. Yeah, and he, they were like, oh, you must never suck the blood of a child because then he gets stunted at that age, and uh, that's what happened. There was like, are you doing kid. the count from Sesame Street yeah. right there? <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have a Jewish friend, and every time I try, to, oh my, I gosh. try to do, I try to do his accent, and he doesn't even have one. I'm just trying to do like a real stereotypical sound. Yeah, you're like, it, the, it sounds like a vampire. Yeah, you're like <laughs> the man of three voices, and one of him's like, oh, hermetics. Oh, I don't understand, Ron. Ron. Uh, uh. <laughs> Lauren, I'm gonna give you a final word on this. Beauty pageants should or should not have swimsuit competitions. No, they shouldn't. And specifically because what's what's the crux of the debate? It objectifies women. And it objectifies. And you don't buy that argument that objectification can be a good thing? No, definitely not. I didn't. I don't need to talk to the woman in the West Hollywood post office. She was very nasty to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 talk, I, talk, I try to talk to everybody, no matter who it is. I talk to all my Uber drivers. I talk to random people on the street. I, I'm a super friendly, friendly person. But sometimes well, sure. people oh, don't. I hate it when Uber drivers talk to me. Really? I hate it. Why? Yeah. Some people it... some people hate it because sometimes like some you get in there and you just want to carry on with your work or whatever. And I, I get it. I get both sides of it. I I've you know, I've occasionally I usually invite my Uber drivers. If it's late at night and I'm grabbing a bite to eat, I'll invite them to come with me to grab a burger. And more often than not, they do. They'll just I'll be <laughs> going into the <laughs> burger place and uh, a few minutes later, my Uber driver comes in and joins me. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess this is happening. But he's like, hey, I'm charging you for this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, he keeps the meter running. No. Uh, well, anyway, Lauren, uh, good debate. Uh, now is your chance to vote on madcastmedia.com. We'll have the results of this week's debate next week. Uh, it's really, really fascinating. There's a lot to discuss. I, I think I feel like we could spend just, like another hour talking about this. I, you know, I, I don't think... I think they're just becoming more and more 
useless, I guess. Beauty like, pageants? I think swimsuit competitions for sure, and beauty pageants in general. I think I think as time goes on, I think unless they continue to adapt and try and remain relevant, I think less and less people are going to continue to watch them. It just, it's just starting to feel weird. It is bizarre. I don't know why. It's like a relic of the you know 70s what? and 80s. It, no, no. It started out back in the early 19th century as a way to keep people at the beach towards Labor Day. They they would have a beauty pageant to keep tourists around. Be like, hey, stick around till Labor Day. We got this big beauty pageant. They'd have all the girls come, and the swimsuit competition was a way just to kind of keep people around. Really, that's yeah. where it came from. That's where it came from. And then it was kind of then they disallowed the swimsuit competition because they're like, this is well, guys, this is fucked up. We shouldn't be showing this much flesh. But then it was like, no, we're women. Uh, fucking me too. We're gonna show it. And so, huh. and then they they so the, at the time it was kind of considered like a, like almost like a little revolutionary thing to do because it wasn't deemed like uh okay by society and now we've kind of come full circle where we're like okay we get it uh fact check here ron is wrong what (laughs) (laughs) i just read that in an article (laughs) god damn it european festivals dating to the medieval era provide the most direct lineage for beauty patches i have i have have the internet too all right that's that's another that seems like a it's a wikipedia type thing right yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Tail. Nice but that's try. still wrong. Yeah. Oh, but for sneaky. a second, I felt right, and it felt so goddamn mm. good. I don't know. You, you you guys can do your own research. All right. Yeah. You guys are both wrong. Um. So. <laughs> 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 All right, let's get to the recap of last week's debate. Last week, Lauren, we debated: Are the Beatles overrated? What do you think? No. Okay, incorrect. Uh, but <laughs> you uh, you're you're gonna love some of these voicemails we got. I don't think I gave an opinion last week. What do you think, Taylor? I do. I do not. I absolutely do not feel like they're overrated. The Beatles are not overrated? They're not overrated. Okay, well, we asked the audience at madcastmedia.com to vote on this. And with 61% of the vote, yes, correct, the audience got it right. I think this is the first time in Madcast Media history that the audience voted correctly. They said yes, they are overrated. Oh, and I think you as well said yes. I did vote yes, yes. You know, I don't mind either way, but you know what I hate is when you're at a party and people just start singing Beatles songs. Like, I don't mind when the Beatles are singing the Beatles. You know what I don't mind? What what I hate is uh, like when Karen starts singing the Beatles, you know? Fucking Karen singing the Beatles. Just like let the Beatles sing. I, I pretty much hate when anybody ever starts singing and you're like, oh, cool, you're you're singing the song that I want to hear. Awesome. The point I made last week is like saying the Beatles are overrated is like saying Charlie Chaplin's overrated yeah. in terms of comedy. It's like it, it, there's just too much of a an influence that that one thing was the catalyst for. Oh, man. I mean, that's a good point. What's the demographic of your audience? That's what I'm, I'm curious about. How old are they? Uh, they're only like the late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> and what do they sound like? Oh, Mad <laughs> Rocks. No, my audience, my my audience, like the demographic is like I don't know, like thirty percent real dumbasses, and then like you know forty percent blowhards, and you know another ten percent that are kind of cool, and then the very top we have like you know one or two percent that are super cool. <laughs> well, guys, before we move on, I've got a very special package fan gift. From a very cool fan. He's actually in the chat room now watching us live. His name's Ian McHenry. Aw. Ian sent us a care package, and I am blown away by by what he sent us. First of all, he sent us a shit ton of beef jerky. Look at this. We've got more beef jerky. More beef jerky. All right. Thanks, Ian. Yeah, it's called Jerk Face Jerky. (laughs) It's got three stars like my logo. What are you saying there, Ian? 
<laughs> but we got this coffee. It's like coffee beef jerky. I've never had that before. Though. Ooh. And I always want to feel awake when I eat meat. Check this out. He sent us also. I'm going to hold these up for a camera so you guys can see. He sent me space music. Look at that. I love it's, it's from outer space. I love space music. Ian bought me a CD of space music. How fucking cool is that shit? Do you still have anything that can play a CD? Yeah, I got a computer. It's really weird. A lot of new computers don't have D drives. I know. Every now and then, I will accidentally open up my disk drive on my PC, and it scares the shit out of me. Like, oh, yeah, I still have that. <laughs> I didn't know that anything was going to eject from this thing. But thank you, man. Ian, uh, longtime listeners of the show know that I love space music, and I'll talk about that a little bit more later. But he also sent us a shit ton of hot sauce. Look oh at this. Oh, my God. It's Capital City Mambo Sauce. Ooh. And he packed it correctly in Ziploc bags so it doesn't blow up all over the fucking Yeah, this box. is a ca- uh, Washington, D.C. place. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's been- super good. Yeah, he sent this us is awesome. some, uh, some sweet hot, some spicy. Can you bring your own hot sauces to restaurants? Um, yeah. I've yeah, if you want to be that guy. Yeah, if you want to be that guy. Oh, my God. He <laughs> sent me a Pokemon Go Plus. It's like one of these little por- uh, portable Pokemon detectors. That's so oh, cool. That's really cool. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. Holy Maddox shit. and I Thanks still play Pokemon Go. I-, I got back into it. And the final thing in this box, he sent us some Super Mario cereal. Look at this. Oh, wow. Look oh, how man. much... Look how much shit, Ian, what a fucking cool guy, man. That's awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ian. Holy shit. This is like one of the best care packages. This is three weeks in a row, Lauren, that we've gotten care packages. Last week, uh, Jen, a longtime listener of the show, Jen sent us uh, some pancake mix and some syrup. And a a couple weeks before that, uh, uh, this guy named Dylan sent me a, a, a Japanese Sega Saturn. What? I know, right? That is awesome. Got the best listeners on the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ian. That's so cool. But we should get to some voicemail. Uh, I got some really good voicemail this week. Uh, we got a lot of uh, critics about music last week. Listen to this. Maddox, you're a fucking idiot. You're saying that <laughs> lyrics are terrible because they're sneaking poetry into my music. <laughs> no, if you don't like lyrics, then you're missing out on such great lyrics. Like this one from Kanye West's new album. We wouldn't be here without cum. You need that in your life, Maddox. And you're missing out because you're being a baby. Go fuck a whale. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, great. So we get, you know, we get the full gamut of, of fans. We get the uh, the really nice ones and the cool ones, and then we get callers like that. Um, we had a bunch of voicemail about John Lennon, and I love these. Listen to this. Hey, Lord Maddox, it's me. One of my favorite things I like to do with Beatle fans is just bring up uh, the fact that John Lennon beat his wife because um, that kind of changes the tone immediately. And it's always fun to do. And he's like, yeah, he was an abusive husband and a terrible father. So, yeah, fuck him and fuck whales. That's right. Fuck whales to you, too. But that's a lo- that's a thing that people forget about John Lennon. He was like a real abusive prick. Like he beat his wife. The guy who said all we need is love, that guy. Yeah. Being his wife. Anyway, uh, speaking of, let's keep the John Lennon voicemails going. Listen to this. What was John Lennon's last hit before he died? The Curb. <laughs> wow. I love that we got a uh, we got two mouth gasps. He sounds the- like the uh, what's his name Adam from Girls, D- Darth Vader, and the new Darth. What's his name? Oh, you know? Darth Maul. Or, yeah, no, Kylo, Kylo, Kylo. Kylo Ren. Ren. Yeah, yeah, Kylo Ren. He does like sound Ren. like Kylo Ren. <laughs> I can totally picture him as Kylo Ren. That's our new caller. That's Kylo Ren. Um, here is... So last week, Ron, you weren't here. We were trying to see if there was anything that was universally loved. And I posited that Frank Sinatra was universally loved. 
And we, of course, we got one caller. Listen to this. Fuck Frank Sinatra. He fucking sucks dick. <laughs> nobody, nobody has an opinion that strong about Frank Sinatra that's negative. Did Frank Sinatra like fuck his mom or something like that? What? 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 Frank Sinatra had sex with his mom? Yeah. Oh, this guy's mom. This guy's mom. Oh, I thought you were saying oh, his own mom. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what? Yeah. No, god yeah. damn it. Bizarre. Frank Sinatra, real yeah. <laughs> real uh swagger, you know, real. Oh, with crooner. those blue eyes, he probably could have if he mm-hmm. wanted to. Hey my <laughs> gross. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh we got another voicemail. Oh, so I talked about how I like um Thunderstruck, ACDC's Thunderstruck. Cool, cool song, right, Lauren? Yeah. Favorite song of all time. That's what she said. Um, here's, <laughs> here's a voicemail about that. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. You like Thunderstruck? That song fucking sucks. <laughs> Fuck whales. <laughs> he added nothing to the world. What's the F world whales thing? They oh, fuck whales. That's my book. Fuck oh, whales. Yeah. okay, cool. So yeah. you made a book? I made a book. Yeah, that's oh. my that's my third book. It just came out a couple months ago. Wow, I have to read it. What's yeah. it about? So it's called Fuck Whales, Fuck Poetry, Fuck Families, uh, you know, fuck uh, fuck kids but don't, uh, fuck trees. And I also wrote a chapter in there called Fuck Your Problem with Sexual Objectification, I think is what it's called. And so that's where I <laughs> that's where I delved into this real deep. I think you would actually, like, I, I would like to see what you think of this chapter, Lauren. Okay. Because I think it may be persuasive. It may, I did a better job in writing than I did on this podcast today. But I'm really curious to see. I'll give you, I'll get you a copy. Awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, and then I got another voicemail about Thunderstruck. Listen to this guy. All right, I'm a little fucking triggered now. Yeah, oh, ACDC is cool. I agree. ACDC is cool. Thunderstruck. The fuck, dude? Is that the only song you know by ACDC? <laughs> oh, my God. That's like some filthy casual kind of shit. Jeez. It's like, oh, I'm a hardcore gamer. I play Peggle. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, Peggle's a good game, but you're not a hardcore gamer because you play fucking Peggle. God damn. Addicts. Ugh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. Yeah, I didn't say it was the only ACDC song I know or like. There's also uh, Dirty Deeds, the, the Big Ball song. <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, let's, get, let's move on to, the, to some more voicemail. Oh, Ron, so someone suggested something. And they noticed, because Ron got a demotion. A couple, yeah, three, four weeks ago. I'm okay with it. Yeah, he got a demotion on the show. He was a moderator, but he got demoted. I was awful at it. To the first tangent officer, because he actually goes on tangents instead of keeping us on track. Yeah, it's kind of like keep people on their toes. Yeah. Well, here's a voicemail about that. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. So, um, it's a, it's a little bit sad to say it, but Ron, ever since we were promoted him into a tangent officer, he uh, doesn't go on as many tangents anymore. God damn and, uh, it. So I think we need to have a new segment on the show, like Ron's Story Corner or something, to remind him oh that he God. needs to bring in a story every week that <laughs> has nothing to do with anything that's being talked about on the show. All right. <laughs> I am loving it. What do you it. think of that, Ron? I, I like it. I do, I do, because Ron and I, like, we... We both, because of the nature of this podcast and it's so structured, we do the debate, we do the voicemail, et cetera, we often don't let in too much of our own personal how lives about, into it. How about this? How about a story tangent, but you never know when it's coming? Hmm. Comes in at a time of my choosing. Yeah? I could really fucking derail a good one. Hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ron's story corner. You get one story corner, corner Ron. Damn. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, and we got a, just a couple more vo- voicemails. So last week, Taylor brought in a story about people. <laughs> 
just realized. Uh, people who wear glasses actually are smarter. Oh. Yeah. And so we got a voicemail about that. I'm looking at Lauren because Lauren's wearing glasses right now, but listen to this. People who wear glasses are not fucking smart. If they were smart at all, they would get contacts so they wouldn't look like a fucking nerd. <laughs> oh, you think I look like a nerd guy on the phone? I'm so hurt. Well. There you go. Douchebag of the week inadvertently calling our guest a nerd. Hey, what's wrong with being a nerd? That's yeah. just someone who's like really passionate about knowledge. Also, guy, the, the article was explaining that you have a genetic disposition to have eyes that aren't as good as people. Like that's what it's talking. Yeah, about. I think that's what the the the, the heart of it was. Probably because they're reading so goddamn much. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, we got one more voicemail. Here's a critic. So I talk about like one of my favorite bands of all time is Pantera. I love Pantera, and this guy called in to shit on that. Listen to this. All right, so I got a few things to kind of pick apart about uh, everything about y'all saying and stuff like that. First off, Maddox, you say you listen to cool music. Okay, so Trapped Under Ice, yeah, they're pretty good. Pantera fucking sucks. They suck. They're trash. Get over yourself. You're not cool because you listen to Pantera. You're one of the other fucking angry-ass inbreds that like to beat people up for no fucking reason. Just, oh, I listen to Pantera. You may as well buy a lifted truck, put a Punisher sticker on the back, and then put a Marine sticker on the front, and then listen to Pantera with your windows down. That's the kind of person you sound like. But yeah, uh, Max, get over yourself. Um, um, uh, fuck. All right. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I feel like that guy. That guy definitely got beat up by someone in a truck exactly like yeah, that. Yeah, with that, a Marine that, sticker? That sounded a little, so specific. Way too specific. <laughs> I went snowboarding for the first time in uh, in California, and when I get out, I'm like gearing up, and I open up my car door, and every car is playing Pantera. I'm like, yeah, what? these are my people. And then I get up, get up on the uh, on the lift, and they're just so douchey. <laughs> I I recognize that. I understand how douchey the uh, you know the fans of the music are sometimes. Well, guys, this is unusual. We've never had to do this one uh, during a show, but Ron does have a hard out today. You know what? <laughs> fuck this podcast and fuck you guys. I'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week, buddy. Ron is going to you're you're going to do a comedy show potentially too, right? Yeah, on a boat. On a boat. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, boat speed to you, sir, and we'll, uh, Thanks, we'll see you guys. next week. Keep but yeah, we'll. Whales. All right, bye to Ron. But we'll continue the show. We've got some quick news headlines with our junior journalist Taylor Nikolai. Taylor, what do you got for us? A Corpus Christi man is recovering after being bitten by a rattlesnake after the snake had already been beheaded. Oh, shit, I heard about this. So the the snake's head got cut off, and it still bit him, right? How? Yeah. Jennifer Sutcliffe and her husband were doing weekend yard work when she spotted a four-foot rattlesnake. She said her husband quickly took his shovel out and severed the snake's head. But moments later, when he bent down to dispose of the snake, the snake's head bit him. That's pretty hardcore. There was also that video. I don't know if you guys saw this. And uh, Taylor, if you brought this in, uh, sorry to step on your lead. But there was an alligator that they caught like on a golf course. And they muzzled it and then tied up its legs and put it on the back of a pickup truck. Well, the alligator whipped its head back and headbutt the guy who put it on the truck and knocked him out cold. Nice. Yeah. Pretty badass. There are about 6,000 to 8,000 snake bites per year in this country. 6,000 to 8,000? That doesn't seem, that seems about right. That's a large range. Is it? The Air Force has canceled a $24 million refrigerator order for Air Force One. 
How, how many million? $24 million. $24 million. Why? Oh, because of just on Air Force One? Right. So, like, this is interesting. The refrigerators aboard Air Force One must be able to carry 3,000 meals in order to feed passengers and crew for up to four weeks in case of an emergency landing. Holy shit. 3,000 meals on this thing. So where are they going to land in emergency that they're going to not have contact to anyone to, to come after the president? Right. You're not going to land in the Alps, dipshit. Right. What do you need 3,000 meals in there for? 3,000 is a lot for three weeks? Wait. That's, wait, more meals, weeks. that's more meals than many cities. Right. <laughs> the contract was canceled due to the looming introduction of the new version of the presidential jet. The Air Force announced a deal to purchase two new aircraft from Boeing in 2017 that will serve as the future Air Force One under the next several presidents. Wow, holy shit, man. That's so much. That's so it's, it's it seems absor- uh, exorbitant, right? Yeah. Uh, I'd say $24 million for refrigerator sounds exorbitant. And they canceled it, huh? Non-drinkers are more likely to miss work than moderate drinkers. <laughs> Wait, why? I Researchers don't... from the Finnish Institute of Occupational Health recently conducted a study to determine which groups miss work the most. To do so, they surveyed more than 47,000 people. Oh, wait, no, I don't say why. It's just that I, I talk about the survey. Uh, it, it, it's just, that's what they observed. So why, why do non-drinkers miss more work than drinkers? Than moderate, dr- than moderate, moderate drinkers. drinkers. Um... Yeah, oh, you know what? They take less chances, okay? And you know something about people who are who are taking less chances, all right? Now, I'm not talking about people who are not drinking because of uh, alcoholism or whatever, just people who abstain from fun. They yeah. also they also don't like spicy food. And there was a study a while back that found that people who enjoy spicy food also take more risks in their lives. They do more uh, e- extreme sports. They'll do skydiving, bungee jumping, zip lining, all those sorts of things. Lauren, do you like spicy food? No, and I'm a non-drinker, so wow. Wow. Oh, damn. Do you, do you miss a lot of days? You were work? about to just, like, yeah. shit on Lauren. Wow. <laughs> I, I I'm feel learning like... so much about myself right now. <laughs> continue, Tony Robbins. Continue. <laughs> well, Lauren, but you're you're constantly working, so I don't even know what a day off for you would be. Do you take risks? I, well, a day off is going to the beach, and I do take risks, but I don't, I'm a scared of heights, so I never jumped out of a plane. See? No spicy food, no heights. There it is. Sharks possess extraordinary electrical sixth sense tuned for attack mode. Research funded by the National Institute of Health was aimed at finding the links between evolution and the senses in animals. Instead, it wound up revealing how sharks possess an unparalleled sensor of sorts that allows them to pick up the tiniest of electrical fields living in nearby waters. Sharks have this incredible ability to pick up nanoscopic currents while swimming through a blizzard of electrical noise. Yeah, nanoscopic sounds like a made-up word, <laughs> right? What's what's nanoscopic? So these are these are just attack sensors that sharks have. Yeah, it's kind of cool because, like, you know, we, we think of sharks as these deadly predators, and yeah. and actually they they kind of have these powers and, and senses that we we kind of don't even understand. Yeah, like, sharks are cool as shit. Yeah, so I've been saying for years, Lauren, sharks cooler shit or no? They're cool, but I'm scared of them. Yeah, what's the what's the uh, what do you think is the most badass animal? Mm, the lion. A lion. That is actually correct. Holy shit. That's wow. The lion is the most badass animal. 
Scientists and chefs in Italy say they have made a pizza which prevents cancer and heart disease. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm going to fucking eat that shit. Wait, wait, how does it prevent cancer and heart disease? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's stupid. The pizza designed by scientists in Naples has been called the pizza that extends life and an anti-tumor pizza. A group of researchers, restauranters, pr- food producers, and consumers came together to invent the pizza. The pizza has a wheat flour base and is topped with cherry tomatoes, rapini, olives, and extra virgin olive oil, garlic, and chili. Yeah, the the secret ingredient is chemotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, I just checked the chat room. Someone actually said that yeah. just as I said it, too. Ian, he said it, it has chemo on it. That's funny. All right, uh, yeah, what else you got, Taylor? Uh... Wizard of Oz last living munchkin dies at 98. The last surviving munchkin from Wizard of Oz has passed away. According to TMZ, Jerry Marin died over a week ago at a San Diego nursing facility. His funeral was held over the weekend in Hollywood. It's weird that there's still some, well, now there's not, but like, it's weird that there was like a ton of them. Well, uh, yeah, I guess that's the end of an era. That's the end of a munchkin era. I wonder how much he made on residuals, like... Is there a way, like, how much? Because that's, a, like, a long time. Like, he lived for a long time, so he's oh, still... you know back in the day, they didn't give a fuck about residuals. Oh. Probably, right? I Yeah, I don't know. If they had... Did they have residuals? It seems like something that came about because of the unions. Like, uh-huh. the acting union, the writers union, you know, like the, all these people, all these unions start to get formed because the studios weren't sharing. I heard, uh, what's his name, uh, Mayhew, the guy who played the original Chewbacca... Like never saw a dime from toy sales or residuals or anything like that for for years. Wasn't it? I, I heard the opposite, where he he decided not to get residuals and instead got toy sales. Oh, is that what it was? That's what I heard. I don't know. All I know is I ran into him at Comic Con. Well, I didn't run into him, but I saw. I was walking past his booth and he was posing for photos with fans. And the photo he he was posing for with with his little uh, Star Wars laser gun thing in his mouth. He was just look so depressed. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the worst. Like seeing him, and occasionally I'll see like Lou Ferrigno at a Comic Con thing, and they they just look like they don't want to be there. They're not having a good time. Anyway, Taylor, anything else? No, we're good. We're good. Those are the quick news headlines with our junior journalist Taylor Nikolai. Uh, Lauren, thank you again for coming on the show. Where can people find you? I want my Lauren, guys. I, I'm almost at 3 million. I'm trying to get 3 million on Facebook, so please do me a favor. Follow my Facebook. Please, please, please. Yeah, absolutely. And my YouTube. I want my Lauren. Lauren, and it's delightful. I looked at your new schedule. So you have your Fortnite Wednesdays or I've Thursdays? Been, well, I've just been playing every... I've just been playing more video games, like, every day. But I just... It's... it's. I have to get more organized. So I decided to, like... And I just... I, like, multi-stream. So I stream everywhere. And I, but I started... I just started doing Twitch. I remember, like, it took me a year to finally figure out how yeah. to set it up because I'm really slow. Like... No, it's a lot. It's, it's pretty involved to set up Twitch. It's a lot. And then just to do the Streamlabs and just, just, just like, hook up all, like... I have multiple streaming platforms, so it's it's a lot. But now for my on my YouTube, I'm just doing youtube.com slash Lauren for my games and Twitch. And you do and fitness, everywhere. so you're doing fitness, fitness doing... and comedy on my main That's channel. Right, right, yeah. And then on my second channel, I'm just doing reactions. And then on that, and then on Facebook, I just post every everything and anything. All right, thank you again, Lauren, for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you to the junior journalist Taylor Nichols. No, right, right, fuck you, Taylor. Thank you to Rod Babcock who had to leave early. But most of all, you're welcome. All right. Great debate. Great points all around. Uh, I'm just going to have to address one quick thing, though. Maddox, unfortunately, you are incorrect about one thing. Yesterday for the Beatles is not the most overplayed 
overcovered song ever. That award belongs to fucking Hotel California from the Eagles. The most overplayed, most overcovered, most piece of shit song ever. Welcome to the Hotel California. God fucking damn it. I hate that song so fucking much. Anyway, love the show. Keep doing what you do best, Maddox. Great debate all around. Taylor, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Peace out. Fuck whales. Yeah, fuck whales to you too. That was a good call. And we got one last voicemail. And uh, too bad Ron can be here because he loves the bad hombre. But check this shit out. I miss Ron. Hey, what's up? This little ditty goes to my uh, little cabron, uh, Taylor. <clears throat> N-I-K-O-L-A-I. Sounds like a girl, but it's really a guy. People think that he's a chick. That may be true, but he has a dick. Whoa. He swears to God that he's a guy. So prove it, he'll drop trial and poke your eye. Some people say he takes it up to rectum, but Maddox fans know gender's on a spectrum. So don't fuck with Taylor unless you have a death wish, because he'll beat your ass and make you his bitch. Wow. <laughs> that took some effort. How's well, that? That, is, that's, that was amazing. Bad hombre uh, really bringing out the big guns. Wow. Yeah. That took, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.